0: All right, dude, listen to me carefully. Do you think Shaq got rich playing in Orlando? No, he got rich playing in college. Everybody knows that. Welcome to Black Irish Podcast. To an all new episode of Black Irish podcast with myself, Brendan McCorkle, and Mike, looking so fresh, Crawford. What's up, buddy? What's going on? Not just looking, actually extra fresh, like twenty minutes ago, fresh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Did you have
0: your barber do your balls? No. Oh, that's good. That's not. That's not heterosexual. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm just saying what? you have less hair than you had last time, but it's not but in the right places. Was.
1: Yeah, but my balls will. Be, the only reason why is because we changed the. T- I'd be forgetting about that thing when we changed the time to fucking our show because we usually take Wednesday.
0: You know, if I, anybody
1: doesn't know already, we usually take before you see the show, people, and it's usually on Wednesdays. And today is Tuesday. So.
0: Today is Tuesday. However, we never record on the weekends, which is when you should be trimming your all your hair. So for anybody who's why catching why I up,
1: that show on the weekend, I, I would definitely do that shit during the week so by the time the weekend comes it won't itch as much like the immediate what? growback the initial growback is the itchiest part yeah, I know I know this so is like trust me this is not a pun- and-
0: This is not a punishment that you've acquired that's only like oh I want you to shave just so it's weird that while you're shaving that's a part of it but also the uncomfortableness you will be thinking of me as your whole body itches and you're like this <laughs> that's gonna motherfucker that's going to be the worst part yeah, yeah. of it you're gonna hate me so much, and then you're gonna remember not to gamble with me anymore because you will not win. I'm oh, I'm three and zero. You're zero and three, and I'm going to see you. Uh, what is it? Labor Day weekend. I kept saying Memorial Day weekend. And I, had to,
1: I know we were talking about me looking into ticket to come there. Hell no, they're about no. to shut California down with the monkey pox, so yeah, I'm going to stay on my side at. of this shit and I'll see you over here. Buddy. Do you even know no. how
0: monkey pox is spread? All I know is they just put monkey in front of a pox and I was like, I'm not going to pay attention to this. Well,
1: initially they were saying it was a STI, which means a sexually transmitted disease. They've scaled back that a bit and it's not completely sexually transmitted, but I'm guessing there has, to, you, there has to be some actual physical contact between you and somebody with the oh, disease for you. To then get I'm good.
0: Disease.
1: So I don't care. I'm married. How are you good? You don't know who has it. You could be bumping into anybody in the random... I'm not world. grinding with them, too. No, no, no. But like, There is something wrong with saying. a little
0: bump and they, grind, Mike. They,
1: they, they came back on the STI part and said, like... Just, like, kind of, like... uh COVID, like if they touch something and you like t- that shit can also transmit
0: it too. So wash your hands a lot, don't we put it in your mouth and your eyes and shit. I'm not putting anybody else in my mouth and eyes, Mike. Your hands, bro. Your fucking hands. But I'm not putting my hands inside other people and then putting them in my mouth and no, eyes. No, but
1: if you touch something that they touch and then put them in your mouth, they say you can get it that way. You know what I'm saying? You know <sighs> how that shit is, man. Like transfer properties and shit.
0: I don't know. I don't know about all that. I, do. You remember the West Nile virus? Yes. Was that was that called H one N one? Yes. Okay. For a while, I think, or is that the same thing? Something I, like that. I yeah. don't know. I can't remember. But I, it was about the same time. But that's that was something that was like everybody was going bananas over, and that that was wild because they're like, the news is like, hey, by the way, everybody, uh, mosquitoes carry this deadly virus from africa which they why they got to blame africa for everything i don't know they could have just blame the bugs <laughs> but they're like watch out for these deadly mosquitoes and we're like okay which ones are they and they're like well we we can't tell they're just so they don't, don't get bit, bit by, by mosquitoes like and we're <laughs> like in california there's a mosquito issue so we're like wait a second like don't go outside <laughs> what what are you talking about here Oh, That's
1: crazy, because I, I actually never considered California to be a place that has a
0: mosquito issue. It has a bunch of mosquitoes, bunch of mosquitoes. <laughs> Funny enough is I was actually, I was supposed to buy a car from this chick who was with my buddy at the time. They're now married. They're fine. We're just not friends anymore. <laughs> um, And she ended up selling her car, instead of selling it to me, selling it to one of like the 11 people. That died from West Nile mosquito bite. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah! I'm like, why wouldn't you give me the car? Ugh, fuck this guy. Uh, He's you, gonna end up dying in a couple of weeks. You were probably an a-hole. No, actually, it was really kind of fucked up. It was, I was living with this dude at the time, working for him. He was lending me the money to buy the car because... He was like, you're dri- I don't want you driving the work truck every day. It's for work. And I'm like, you're the one asking me to do four deliveries a week on the way home. So uh, basically it was like, don't put miles on the truck, but here's money for a car. And then he's like, it's a Lexus. You don't deserve to drive something that nice. I was like, but I can afford it within our budget. I'm like, oh, yeah, you just like controlling every aspect of my life. So, yeah, needless to say, we're not fucking friends anymore. <laughs> that guy's a oh, piece of shit, and he dude, knows So this it. dude went behind you and bought the car. Up. No, no, no. He told me to my face after we went through and inspected it, and he's like, you know what? This is too nice of a car. You can't have this. I'm like, oh, that's that's nice of you, sir. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? A, okay, so... Assholes
1: come in all shapes and sizes, bro.
0: Yeah, and he's getting bigger and balder by the day, so karma's a bitch, motherfucker. (laughs) Uh, Listen, I did decide, though, June bugs are the worst bug ever. I hate them the most. You
1: hate any bug more than... Well, it depends on what you consider a bug. If we consider spiders a bug, then spiders are definitely the number one bug. But second is mosquitoes. I fucking hate mosquitoes.
0: Yeah, mosquitoes suck, but I don't know. No, they literally suck.
1: Yeah. Which they do. is the worst part of mosquito.
0: Yeah, but they they bite you. You can at once they like bite you, you can kill them. Like you know that they're there. It, it I don't know. They seem easier. I also grew up in Pondville, which is like we grew up with a lot of wasps, which are basically bees that don't fucking do anything except for hurt you. <laughs> so it was like I kinda of, bees don't bother me at all. Wasps are kind of annoying, but like a June bug. That thing, its it like gets up on you and just keeps it, like you can smack it away and it's the one bug that's like, it doesn't deter at all. And it just keeps getting at you and it's like, oh. And then if you try and smash it, like you really got to get some gusto behind your smash. Those things are thick. I don't know. And then, I fucking hate cockroaches. But I also got to kind of embrace them because it's going to be Keith Richards, myself and cockroaches after all you good people are dead. <laughs> Only the good die my remember, brother.
1: <laughs> I grew up with cockroaches, so even though I hate them, me too. But I've I learned—I I learned a long time ago how to deal with those B bad boys. Did you now, ever? Termites
0: are fucking oh. the worst. Termites suck. Termites are pretty bad. Flying cockroaches. Are ah! Today, I just felt one on my neck. <laughs> 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 did you ever see joe's apartment i could never watch that show that was MTV. No, absolutely disgusting. disgusting right yeah i couldn't watch that i can't watch hoarders either because of that yeah that's gross the closest thing i could t- get to a talking cockroach was men in black i'm like all right these guys are cool <laughs> other than that fuck that Um uh, and just for the record i could never
1: let my mom's house get into a hoarder status with certain because that should be
0: crazy <laughs> Does she have hoarding tendencies? Not to talk about your mom. No, no, parents. no.
1: But I'm just saying, like some of these parents, like, some of these people on these shows, to be with their kids. Like their kids are the ones who want on to show helping their mom clean. I was like, the no, one that I don't
0: understand is saving like newspapers. <laughs> like, did you really need to know that's what happened?
1: Probably the one thing that's understandable because that shit will probably be worth money later, and like. <laughs> Just people were okay. saving like no, no, shit no. that they would have, but that's up. the
0: point. Is the people that have that use that excuse? I'll say, "Oh, it'll be worth money one day." Okay, will you ever come to the point where you can part with it for that money? The answer is no. So shut the fuck up. Leave that <laughs> excuse out on the curb with the trash where it belongs, and let's move on with our lives. Use that money. To buy. I was born in
1: 1976. I wow. have newspaper from then, so I can fucking sell them for money. Oh my
0: gosh. Mike, there's so many other things from 1976 that you could sell for money. Think bigger than yeah,
1: fucking one cent easy. newspapers, buddy. But it's probably worth, think about the profit margin. It's probably worth- Why wouldn't you buy grand. baseball cards? Cause you can't buy them now. You had to been here in 1976. That's well, what I'm, I'm saying. 1976.
0: You would, I'm saying no. instead of newspapers, why don't you buy like baseball cards or something? Of Cause that how, how much would it
1: cost you to get baseball cards and then you would have to get lucky to get a card that's worth money.
0: All I would have needed, had
1: to do was. be You would also have to get lucky that said, a
0: fucking newspaper would be worth money, Mike.
1: No, people buy this shit every day. You can on YouTube <laughs> right now or eBay right now, and people I buy know, historical bullshit every day. He's <laughs> like, they do, bro. I'm telling you. People buy old shit every day and call it <laughs> antiques and shit. Like they pay $1,000 for this shit. They don't
0: I buy antique
1: you, newspapers, motherfucker. They buy fucking antique nothing. I've seen, I've seen a sign sell for $15,000, a fucking old, rusted sign. Have you ever watched
0: Great American Pickers? <laughs> yes, you realize that's a needle oh in a haystack goodness. situation, and you're talking about selling flipping newspapers. Just saying. Think a little bit bigger.
1: I'm just saying, if you had the write right newspaper, the profit
0: margin is pretty worth if it. You if you had to write anything, right Mike, the profit margin is astronomical. Absolutely. I wish I was here to get the right something so I could get the profit. What the I wish I knew something that was relevant that happened in 76, which I know there's a ton of things, but that was also eight years before I was born, so I don't give a fuck about what me happened too. before me. I, I just got to deal what with all the shit that y'all left.
1: I oh. wish I had something about the day slaves were free.
0: That shit is probably worth a lot of money. Well, which one? (laughs) (laughs) The one they issued in Texas or the one they issued (laughs) everywhere else?
1: (laughs) Like Juneteenth. (laughs) Juneteenth,
0: not not the fake one, the real one. The real day, buddy. All right. I'm going to give you some real, real. We're going to switch complete gears from... Uh, racism documents and, and making money on newspapers. <laughs> <laughs> which is a fucking terrible idea. You know, it's really hard when you're my partner in business to hear some pitches like this sometimes. Like, we were on a roll with the Hologram Telegram, and then now we're going back to 76 to fucking buy newspapers what about, what about, to what about, what about resell.
1: It wasn't a pitch. It was Son only for those bitch. who already have the newspapers, like someone who's a hoarder. <laughs> I'm not telling you to go invest in newspapers hoping to sell them. People. That is not a smart idea. Cause that would cost cost you. These people <laughs> brought these newspapers for the actual price, like the $1 that they cost back in 72 or whatever the fuck they got. They were from. like
0: so. a nickel in 70s. Anyway. like people You know what else was a nickel sneaker. in the 70s? What was? Candy bars. Really? I remember when candy
1: bars were really like, like honestly yeah. speaking, I'm about to age myself. I remember candy bars were really like 50, 50 six, cents, 75 cents. Yeah,
0: it was like, like 50, 50 cents for the standards, like Hershey's or whatever. And then, and I still used to steal them. That's
1: how poor we were.
0: But anyway. <laughs> yeah, I didn't steal stuff. I just didn't like steal. I didn't want I anybody to take my it. shit. I didn't have a lot. So I wasn't going to take anybody else's. But yeah. I also get the understanding, like, from a store, I think going to fucking need this candy. Nobody actually needs the candy bar. People should be able to steal it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I used to steal like shit, bro. That was one of the habits that I had as a kid that I'm
0: broken and I
1: refuse to,
0: like, I refuse to steal anything. Do I you steal out. from hotels? I don't steal anything. I Not even anything. little shampoo or ketchup bottles? No. Wow.
1: There's never a ketchup bottle around me in the hotel, sorry to say. I've never seen that ketchup bottle but no i don't have no reason to sell shampoo in
0: black we only got to wash our hair like
1: once a week bro. i don't know it's
0: just a lot of people feel they're like we're paying for everything in this hotel so i'm taking it i'm just like okay oh, no. i know people i used to take hotel
1: problem. towels but i stopped stealing those too
0: yeah okay so towels there you go same some something that wasn't yours that you arrived with that you left with same fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, I used to. That used to be my
1: thing. Every time I went to the hotel, I would take one of the hand out. Do you I ever eat anything out of the,
0: the mini bar? Hell no. No $25 peanuts or $26 <laughs> candy bars?
1: No, I wouldn't. I would never. That shit is stupid. That's like buying Louis Vuitton, bro.
0: Yeah. What would you buy instead?
1: Anything of the same. Nope, just not Louis Vuitton. They fucking upcharge a thousand dollars because their name's on it. I can go buy leather, whatever the hell Louis is selling, or a damn shirt that doesn't have an LV on it for uh, like ten percent of the price. But people buy all the designer shit because it looks good to the outside world. They have somebody to impress. Guess what? I don't. Actually, this was kind of an expensive shirt. So
0: See, sure the you God. always buy expensive shirts, socks, and underwear, so don't you? And shoot, you buy expensive shit all the time. What the fuck are you talking about? Shoes. It's just an extra level of elevated. You don't go. Like I
1: don't go, but like you have to buy expensive shoes as a man. Like, where the fuck can you get cheap shoes from?
0: I don't know. All my shoes are forty bucks. What the hell type of shoes do you wear? Adidas and like Air Force Indeed, Ones you, and Converse. You, you
1: air Force Ones cost 100 bucks. because I no, have no, no, right Not, here not if you go you to
0: uh, not DSW, the the department shoe warehouse or like a Nordstrom's rack, man. You get those man. deals. I'm a deal shopper.
1: Yeah, show me where because I if they're if Air Force Ones, I'll buy them from there. If they're cheap, what the hell are you talking about, buddy? Yeah, <laughs> like basically, one, that's my deal. If, if I,
0: I always look on the clearance racks. Anything under 50 bucks that I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. That's a, and that's also,
1: I just got a, the shoe thing with something I grew up on because if you didn't have nice shoes, you were fucking getting cracked on where I was from. So, Me too. That's why I got feet. used to it early
0: because I was like, "Oh, I get the same, you know, thirty-dollar skater shoes for the entire for a calendar year." <laughs> so this is what we got, people. Hopefully, they don't fall apart in three weeks. <laughs>
1: That's the one thing in the project we got, man. We ain't had nothing
0: else. My mom made sure we had
1: fresh shoes. Shout out to mom, dude.
0: Right on, dude. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Whatever gets it through. Yeah, but that's what it
1: is. I ain't buying no expensive other shit. I said that I'm a cheapskate because I'll buy shit that's nice so it can last. Like I buy Levi jeans. People used to look at me like, oh, you're crazy for buying those because they're fucking $70 a pop, but. I ain't buying $400 a pop jeans.
0: Yeah, just a difference. No, no, no. Quality for sure. I'm willi- I'm always willing to spend the money for quality. Sometimes oh, I overdo yeah, it absolutely. because I'm like, listen, if this is what we're doing, this is the best thing. Let's just get that so we don't have to worry about it not working properly, which is not always the best approach. But sometimes it's the easiest default. So I exactly. get that. But that being said, that's not for what I dress as. I, I look at something uh, that I like. Then I check the price. In my head, I'm like, if it's this or less, I get it. And if it's more, I don't. And, I, you know, when it comes to buying clothes for myself, I'm usually pretty cheap. But, like, I still have the same fucking shorts that I bought for my honeymoon ten years ago. I still wear them all the time. Like, You also have two kids. So for the last nine years. You no, know, those fuckers go through clothes like nobody's business. <laughs> Especially my kids. These guys are growing like trees. <laughs> Trying to stunt their growth by eating candy, but it's not working. So hey, candy bars. What's the most underrated stunt their growth by eating candy? Because sugar's not good for you. If your body's don't stunt working your on growth, though. Yeah, but if your body's working on processing the sugars, it's not working on growing and being better. And if they're eating the
1: right candy, like a payday candy bar, then they got peanuts in there. They got some nougat, some caramel. It's kind of. I don't think nougats and looking. caramel
0: are on the uh, candy bar nutritional pyramid. There, I think they I think it's pretty good for you. I don't know. The peanuts are okay, pretty good for you, but I don't. know. And they're like dry roasted peanuts, so they're literally like. Do you like paydays? I love Payday. Payday
1: is probably top three candy bar. Oh, okay. Bar?
0: All right. Hang on a second. All right. So tell me your most underrated candy bar. Most underrated candy bar?
1: The Whatchamacallit, bro.
0: Ah, very nice. The Whatchamacallit is a good one. The Whatchamacallit is a very underrated candy bar. Describe it for anybody that doesn't know. I really can't. I don't know what's inside. I know it's. That's why it's so much of a calling. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> I really and it's like some wafer in there, but I don't know the rest of the stuff. And that's why it's I like wafers. It's,
0: it's like a you know a wafer usually like falls apart when you bite into it. Yeah, this somehow is solidified within the candy bar, and it doesn't like crackle out oh, all that I mean, much. Like You're like, uh, <laughs> I don't know what's holding this together. What kind of Sugar glue, but holding it together. it's good.
1: <laughs> there you go. Yeah, no, no. What you would call it is probably my most underrated. Oh,
0: very good. I I, I do like those. That's one of my mom's favorites, underrated. Mine is I always the mom Mr. Goodbar. I, love, I you love Mr.
1: Goodbar. To me, that's not underrated because I love Mr. Goodbar.
0: I know, but like it's, do you know it's not usually where the front Snickers and Milky Way and all that stuff is. It's never there. You got to go back no. to the candy aisle. What well, basically what happened was Reese's Peanut Butter Cups somehow cuz they're not a candy bar. Just got the best product placement of all time and they're like, "You don't need this Mr. Good Bar up here, Hershey's. We're going to take that spot." And that's what they Reese's did.
1: might be the greatest candy of ever. Maybe, probably, but it's not a candy bar. No, but it's always going to be on the front line because it's literally might be the greatest. Like just chocolate and peanut
0: butter is so simple and yeah. yet so good. When and they did candy- it the they did it the best way first. But it's yeah. just, and they're smart enough to know that if you eat it in candy bar form, it's not that great unless you have other like textural elements. That's why they do like those take fives. They'll put like pretzels or you know chips, which or are amazing. Let me just Reese's take, me Pieces, just whatever. Take fives are pretty
1: new, so I can't put them like high on the list of candy bars. But those candy bars, are
0: well, you put J. Cole on the top <laughs> five. You could put. J. Cole's not new. He's been rapping since like oh three, bro. Like, do you know we're in twenty two now? Yeah, sometimes <laughs> like, yeah. I forget. That was
1: hey, that was a point of
0: contention for uh for Jeff Clark, who filled in for you um one week and he was he was like, J. Cole, do you think it's a little early to put him on the list? And I was like, I don't think so, but we'll have to ask Mike. So all right. <laughs> uh-huh. J. Cole's been rapping for a long time. Um but yeah, Mr. Good so food. Mr. Goodbar basically is just a Hershey's bar with peanuts, chopped up peanuts in it. It's delightful. 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 All right, so give I mean, me. My mom
1: came up on those. So give um, me your top three. To, top three candy bars, well, um, <clears throat> that's t- well, I know the top two. Which are? I'm just trying to think, It and Snickers, like that. That will never change. Those are like the greatest candy bars. I'm trying to think what would be number three. And I would probably, right now, today, I would probably say take five is number three. Because they don't sell Nut Rages anymore. Nut Rages used to be my shit. Ah,
0: the red and blue wrapper with the yellow trim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying, like, Nut Rages used to be my shit. But they don't sell that anymore. So, for real, when it comes to candy
1: bars, it's a real simple thing. Give me a little bit of nougat and caramel. Give me a little bit of peanuts. You know, so, like I can, I'm good with the rest. Like, you can throw some caramel. You can throw some... Caramel in there some chocolate, whatever else you want to add. But if you got the nougat and the peanuts at the base, like we're gonna
0: figure the rest of that. Basically, mm. what I'm gathering is you love nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. And I guess in
1: in in candy bar form, yes. Yeah. As long as candy it's candy in
0: anymore. a dark long form. It's got lots of nuts. Whoa. Whoa. Mike Whoa. is all about it. Shovel it down, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's I would say you know? I would say that um, Mr. Goodbar, Snickers, and probably, I want to say maybe even sliding a Milky Way in there is okay from time Whoa. to time. Just without, the, you want the Snickers without the crunch? Have a Milky Way. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: that's what that is. Much so I think those are my
0: three like standard rotation. And it's kinda like you get a little bit of like the Mr. Good Bar doesn't have the nougat. The Snickers has everything. And then the Milky Way doesn't have the peanuts. So it's kinda like you got all the same things working together there. So if yeah. you eat a Mr. Good Bar and Milky Way together, you have a really good Snickers. And it's a mess as well. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of messes, let's transition directly into the NFL and Deshaun Watson. So, he got a six-game suspension.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How do we feel about this, Mike? Uh, I
1: don't know.
0: I don't know how. I
1: don't know how I feel about this. To be honest, like, this is one of those situations where I'm torn. Okay, there is the side of me that wholeheartedly with Deshaun Watson, like bro. He ain't, get, he ain't go to jail. He ain't get no criminal charges. The timeline of this whole situation is pretty sketchy with the whole. The part of this the whole situation that kind of gets thrown in the rug is like the Texans got fined for providing the masseuses and providing the places where the where the massages took place. 30 so
0: million bucks
1: they had to pay. 30 million bucks they had to pay. So they found that something that they were doing was not above board. How about the fact that let's just devil's advocate for a second and say the girls had already complained to somebody in the Texas team management about the Sean Watson issues, yeah, whatever he was saying or doing in these massages because these are from years ago. These are not from this year or last you know what I mean like this is before he set out for the Texas. Before he asked for a trade from the Texans and said he would never play for them again. And then the owner's next door neighbor happens to be the lawyer on the case that is going to try to ruin his life with massage therapists that you all provided in places that you all provided. Just seeing a little sketchy to me. With that being said, I have nieces. So... If he was actually trying to get people who were working to give him sexual favors, that is wrong, Deshaun Watson. You're a fucking creep and a bit of a perv, even though you did nothing criminal. So there are the two sides of it that I stand on, and I don't know which one is right.
0: Fair enough. I'll tell you what. I'm kind of, I'm a bit in the same boat. Because, first of all, I hate overcorrection. And I, th- this is
1: not overcorrection, no, no, no. And technical speaking,
0: it's not because However. he
1: refused to play for the Houston Texans and he still got paid last year. So, I'm gonna put that out there, too. Like, he didn't lose it, he hasn't no, lost no, 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 no.
0: i I'm saying where I'm coming from is I'm not huge on overcorrection. So when everybody is like banned Deshaun Watson for life, you know, a few months ago, Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm like, hang on a second. So I kind of, I kind of started taking his side in the beginning because I'm like, listen, not in the beginning, actually. Give me like after the first trimester of allegations and stuff were being sorted through. And it's like, we're not trying to avoid this. We're going to go head on. And then you finally get like, okay, this guy's a fucking creep. However, he never physically forced them to do anything. He never told them they had to. He was just really abrasive about how he was going about getting what he wanted done. You know what I mean? Put people, women, in very uncomfortable situations. Either one, where they were just nervous. So you also have to understand, this is a huge dude. He is a big guy. So if there's a big guy that's all muscular and is like, hey, man, I want you to do this for me, there could be a part of a woman that's just like, oh, shit, I better do what he says. Yeah, and then the other part is that's their another, livelihood and their well-being. So Another part is, down hey, down we're going to do this. Another part is they're like, hey, fucking whatever. I don't, I don't give a shit. I knew what I was getting signed up for because the Texans have been facilitating this shit this whole time. They're handpicking us who they think is going to serve their quarterback how he wants to be served so it was you know there's a whole shit show going on there however like you said there's no criminal charge he didn't make anybody do anything he just you know he's a fucking creep about the way he was i guess that's the hard thing for me it's like
1: you don't have no criminal charge so two could they convene two grand juries not just one they tried to bring charges against him twice yeah and they weren't able to find charges from 30 women. Like 30 women went to the police and gave some sort of testimony as far as the uh, civil cases. But four of them tried to do criminal cases. Now, I don't know why the other 26 never tried to do a criminal case. Maybe they just knew criminally he hadn't done anything wrong. I don't know what to tell you. But the four that tried, tried twice. And there was never any charges brought against him. So, like, criminally, like, we're not just going to act like he did something. Because there are people who kill people who played the next season. Mm-hmm. There are people who were criminally convicted, a.k.a. fucking Robert Kraft with his strong-ass message that he came out with. Like, oh, he should be the dip. Dude, like, you almost went to jail for this type of shit. Like, so you should be sitting in the corner hiding somewhere right now. Like, bro, you shouldn't be making no damn public statements. Like, you are triple. But it's just like, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. Because I think... I do think it's fucked up that him and his team <laughs> made the contract the way that they did. So oh he my only god! So let losing three hundred
0: and forty five. I was thousand, gonna, dollars. I was gonna get into that. So <laughs> that being said, I was like six game <laughs> suspension. I was like, okay, I told you, I think it was gonna be six games, and that's exactly yeah. what they landed on. So I was like, yeah, that's right about what I figured because there are no criminal charges, but he didn't play all last year. This has been going on. They have to suspend him for something. So they're like 4 is too little because that's what we give other players well, the who like is 6 so you know yeah and they're like 8 that's half the season let's go with 6 okay but here's the deal the browns are just like here's what makes me think the browns are such a dirtbag organization because they were they set up the entire world for Deshaun Watson they go listen we know you got all these problems We're not even going to make it hurt, buddy. We're going to make it so easy. This is going to be the four seasons of suspensions, honey. You're just going to relax. All you did was save a year off of your career, probably three, because your team was dog shit. You're going to get sacked 48 times. You're going to get hurt probably. All you did was save your career a little bit. Why don't you (laughs) take six weeks, learn the playbook, get familiar with the facilities, get everything up and running? You hit the ground running by week eight, we're humming. And the War. way that they structured oh, yeah. his contract, because they knew <laughs> that he was going to be suspended and they knew that he had already paid out settlements in civil court, so he wasn't going to have to pay additional fines. They structured his contract to where he, for the first year of his historic, highest paid contract in NFL history, the first year of his contract is for $1.035 million. He's missing $57,000 in change for six games, a total of $345,000. And then guess what? In year two, his salary jumps to $46 million. You tell me the Browns didn't just go, We're laying out the red carpet. You can have everything you want. And by the way, it's only a five-year deal. So, (laughs) four years, he's making like eight million more than everybody else should. (laughs) And he'll only be like
1: 31,
0: so he'll get another He's getting another contract. But let's say this.
1: Let's just play devil's advocate to what you said and say they're not complete shit breaks. They're just people who did their research early, right? Yeah. So let's say they did their research early, kind of like the Ravens situation, because no one talks about the fact that the Ravens in the NFL saw that damn tape before the world saw it, and they got the backlash that they got. So let's say they've done all their research and they come to the conclusion that the grand jury came to. Are they really dirtbags? If they actually believe in him to the fact that you didn't do anything criminal and you're just a
0: pervert. The way the reason why I feel <laughs> like it's a dirtbag move is because the way that the NFL punishes players is by their pocket suspending
1: books. them and their pocket. It's books. it's yep.
0: the they can kind of half care about being suspended the first 4 games of the year because fuck that. <laughs> they don't care. They want to mm-hmm. win in the playoffs. Go ahead, make me only play 14 games. I'm cool with that or 16 whatever. But if they structured the contract to where he's not losing money, what what is the lesson learned here? Well, maybe they agree that he shouldn't get lose his money because they don't think he did. Because as he much already paid wrong, out eight million dollars in civil settlements. And that too, and the fact that they don't think it. it if they don't think the situ- I personally think
1: it's a wild situation. But if they personally have done their due diligence and don't believe the situation is as bad as it looks to the outside okay. world. This is their way to say we back you, Deshaun. Yes, I, said, I know that's their agree. way of saying it.
0: But let me ask you this: Do you think the owners of the Cleveland Browns care more about what the Cleveland Browns are going to look like in two to three years, or the way that everything shakes out today? They don't give a fuck about any anything except for we need to be not stinkers <laughs> anymore. <laughs> yeah. We'll do whatever it takes, whatever it takes, <laughs> with whoever. Good. We need a new and Raiders. They hire, and they hired some black GM. so if this all goes south... Oh, yeah. well, blame. that's why. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. What happens if Deshaun Watson pulls his groin? What but, happens if then?
1: He his, if he pulls his groin, when this year, he just sits down. But,
0: he, but who's going to rub it?
1: Like oh, he, he, can still, he can still get massages. This was all I understand the, that, the but who is
0: going to be the first person like, hey, Deshaun's got a groin massage. So they're like, wait, what? The I girl, didn't sign the up for this. Girls
1: who, the three girls who did stories for <laughs> New York Times who said they're not going to be a part of his lawsuit and they're perfectly fine with everything that went down with Deshaun Watson. Call those girls back up because they're about their money and they'll do their job and tell him no if they don't feel like doing no sexual encounter because that's all it seemed to have taken was a no It's not saying that he's right for hitting on every girl in the world because that shit is wrong I'm not going to give him a pass for that with that being said with that being said from what it was saying it wasn't no aggressive shit
0: so you just had to say no alright I'm just saying it's a sensitive area buddy
1: it is a very sensitive area when they're talking sexual assault But if there's people who gave their side of the story and say, yes, he wanted certain shit, but all it took for you was to say no, then I believe that. I'm going to believe that that could have went for everybody. Because if he was physically doing shit to people, he would be in jail. That's just my personal
0: opinion. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. With that many accounts, too. All right. So switching gears over to Major League Baseball, Uh, your favorite team, the Yankees, picked up some relief pitching and Andrew Benintendi. So an all-star outfielder they just pick him up.
1: Yeah, cuz he's a punk. Why? He shouldn't he should never if you're a Sox, you never want to you should never want to play for the Yanks. I don't care who you are.
0: Wait, wasn't he on the are.
1: Royals? Yeah, but he was traded to the Royals from the Sox. He was part of our championship years. Oh. Been did he played yeah, in the what, outfield with Mookie and JBJ. What do you mean? Who cares? Once a sock, always a sock. Not for him anymore, though. He's no longer a sock. He's a Yankee now. We don't like you anymore, Benatendi. Sorry,
0: buddy. All right. Well, speaking of your beloved socks, what the hell were they doing? It's like, hey, we're trading for Tommy Pham, but then we're trading, getting rid of our catcher. Like what, what, what?
1: I mean, Vasquez isn't that good. He hits eighth or ninth in the lineup. I like him though. He's always come through with clutch hits. But I don't understand the Tommy fan unless you're getting ready for next year. because you understand? We like the last three years. Our outfield has been like a fucking turnover machine. This is like three people, new three new people, three new people. Like we need some consistency in the outfield. Um. So I don't get, I don't get it. But. Hopefully he can bring him back to the lineup. Maybe they bring him because Devers is actually going to be out there longer than we expect. Is Tommy Fan of a good bat? I'm not keep up with him. All I know is because he got punched in the face. He's okay,
0: shit. but he's getting older, and he used to play second base. So, you know, I don't – like, it just it was a weird, weird deal. Weird deal. Very weird. And then the Astros add Trey Mancini, who I don't know why – like, he's he was a nostalgia act in Baltimore, and then now he's – coming to the Astros for to be a pinch hitter, I guess? I don't know. DH, maybe? Yes. just They're like, all you have to do is hit, Trey. Don't worry about dropping balls at first base. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I'm I mean, going to
1: play my first base, though. But here's I'm the thing. The that DH. just
0: makes the Astros that much tougher. They got one extra bat. Yeah, no, they're,
1: they're going to be a tough out.
0: Hey, speaking of tough outs, we got to do a little celebrating here, okay? I know at first your boy... Josh Hader, you were like, hey, he needs to be on a playoff team. I texted you, it was like, hey, he got traded to the Padres. And you're like, yeah, that's good, but, you know. So, it was like, at least I get to play the Dodgers a bunch. That's kind of like playoffs. But now, as of this recording, do you know the breaking news? The breaking, news, breaking news that Juan Soto and Josh Bell are headed to San Diego. That means... <laughs> Holy crap! San Diego's got uh like one through five banger hitters. Banger hitters. You've got Cronenworth. <laughs> you've got Machado. You've got Tatis. You've got Bell, and you've got Juan Soto, the hottest hitter in the league this year.
1: Holy crap! In the middle of your fucking lineup, They're, Like that's your one through five. Bro. That's
0: actually your that that's your two through six because you probably yes. put somebody. I don't know that they would have Cronenworth lead off. But maybe they would have Cronworth lead. But, I mean, to have that much power that high up of the lineup. Or something where they they mix it up and it's like, put Manny, like, put somebody else in the Machado spot and move him down to, like, seventh. So there's a gap between, like, Josh Bell and him. Then it's like, if he's starting an inning or finishing an inning, you're always dealing with the problem, whether it be the top or the bottom of the lineup.
1: I don't know how good their pitching is, but if they can, if they can get to, if their relief, if they can get to the seventh or eighth inning, because they're they close that they already had was pretty good. He's gonna be moving to us. No, well, they, no, Cody, no, no, no. They they swapped.
0: They swapped. That's who they sent to Milwaukee.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. Never mind then. So I would have to see it, but their lineup is, ooh, that's going to be a hell of a playoffs in, yeah. in, in the National Things League. Yeah, they just
0: got exciting. <laughs>
1: the National League playoffs is going to be
0: exciting. And then on the flip side, somebody who did start paying their young stars, uh, the Braves signed Austin Riley to a 10-year deal for $212 million, which sounds crazy <laughs> for a 25-year-old, but that's a steal if he ends up playing eight of them.
1: Yeah, if he ends up staying on how he's playing right now, $21 million a year is pocket change.
0: It's nothing. I mean, it would be, what would you be paying this guy in five years? $600 million? (laughs) Exactly.
1: And the thing about it is, the smart thing about the Braves, they did this to all
0: their young talent. Swanson. They outsmarted the game. Yeah, they did, yeah. And, they were, you know, they were like, Swanson, yeah, we had to let Freddie Aldis. go. Yeah, but.
1: Um, all of them have these long 10-year, $200 million contracts, yeah. but they're 20000000 million-some-odd dollars a year, so you all are not going anywhere for 10 years, and we're paying you pennies on the dollar. I mean, technically speaking, you secured yourself $212 million for your family. I'm not going to say you're an asshole for that, but I, I'm okay with Juan Soto also turning $440 million down.
0: Yeah, well, because he could also get paid right now. You know what I mean? Austin Riley, it's like they're paying him based on his current progress and potential to continue that. He's probably going to win
1: MVP this year. So, literally, they're paying him on because he's got skills.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're they're paying that his skills are going to be sustainable for the next eight to ten years.
1: And let me throw something in there while we're on baseball. You know who's hitting in the middle of the
0: lineup this week? Who's that? Trace!
1: trace, Trace, Trace! You talking all that Trace last week. Oh, he's just going to be another guy that's yeah. going to be a part a line of guy,
0: buddy. Okay. Here to stay. Trace is here to stay. All right. Let's see what happens. Let's—I'm going to actually pay attention to how he does this week, and we'll see. <laughs> he, he limps in next week with a two fifteen average for the last week. Let's see what happens to Mister Trace Thompson.
1: Shout out to Trace for all the doubters. You know, Trace, show them what you do, baby.
0: Well, speaking of doubters, (laughs) let's move straight over to golf and the LIV. So, Henrik Stenson (laughs) leaves the PGA Tour and and enrolls in his first LIV tournament and wins it. He wins his four-plus million dollars, whatever it is. In the process, he loses his captaincy for the Ryder Cup team. He was the captain of the European team. So, as the golf world turns, money over everything, people keep jumping ship and seem to be fine with it. Like, that's like the most prestigious golf tournament um, competition-wise. And he's like, yeah, nah, I'll just go take my millions. I'm good.
1: Once you get to a certain age, it's about the money. You your worry about your family and setting them up. You don't worry about those damn prestige. Like your family can't eat prestige, bro. Yeah, but these <laughs> people are
0: also millionaires already. But it yeah, is, it but is it's telling. A millionaire and a setting up the rest of your family for life. It, it's
1: just different.
0: Yeah, well, this dude has, I mean, he's worth quite a bit. You know, he probably earns a couple few million on tour every year. You know he's doing well for
1: himself but i'm not saying he's anywhere near broken pool but i'm saying there's a difference between wealth and generational wealth do you see what they offer tiger
0: almost a billion dollars, seven to eight hundred million dollars to go to the LIV, but that just goes to show you that's Tiger money, baby. He doesn't have to do anything he doesn't want to. And for him, it is about the legend. It is about the prestige. So he's like, I'm never ever, ever going to do that. I wouldn't be surprised if he was on the Ryder Cup team.
1: And I wouldn't be surprised either, but therein lies the difference. Someone who has
0: generational wealth, so he doesn't need it, for someone who just has regular wealth and would like to have generational wealth. Difference. So let me ask you, if you were in Henrik Stenson's situation, and you were... I would be on the LIV tour. Okay. And if you were Tiger?
1: I would not be on the LIV
0: tour. You wouldn't take that super. extra $800 million? I know you too no, well, Mike. No, he,
1: he, because he's probably going to lose a billion dollars if he took it. It's just different. If he goes there and he loses Buick and whatever sponsorships, like they pay him a lot of money, like there's more
0: tied into Tiger than there is just the PGA. 12. What if what, if, like, he he had, in, what if he had the guarantee that you know like. At least half of his sponsors were like, we will not leave you no matter what. And then the other half was like, maybe, maybe not. We'll see how it goes. You're Tiger.
1: But then it just comes out of the money, and Tiger's a billionaire. So now, like you said, it's about the prestige. If I was Tiger, if I was Michael Crawford, <laughs> prestige no longer matters. me, especially yeah. when I know I'm not winning anymore. Like, Tiger, yeah. if you're going to guarantee me $700 million, like, Tiger still has to earn his money on the PGA Tour for the most part. A lot of his money that he gets naturally is from... Other stuff, outside like endorsements, yeah. Nike, Buick, be- you know, that type yeah. of shit. So he just has large, very large endorsement deals. But he still has to win tournaments for PGA to pay him. If you are going to pay me $700 million and I ain't got to win, I can just limp around this. <laughs> because Tyler Day's of winning are really like they're going to be far and few in between these days. Like right.
0: <laughs> Unless he went to the LIV where the competition isn't as stiff and the field isn't as broad right now, that's where he could okay. win.
1: Yeah, but if you're guaranteeing me seven hundred million, I don't care about winning. Just
0: make sure my checks clear. Yeah, that's I'll not. True. Out here. Winners always care about winning.
1: You stopped caring about winning in your legacy when you went to the LRV. None, none of these trophies are going go into the golf hall hasn't, of fame. <clears throat> so I like, did. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like when I chose, made the choice to go to the L I V, money was the only thing that mattered. Winning no longer mattered. I was going for the money. Like, you go there for the money. You play the tournament because you love golf, and if you're going to play, you try to win. But you went to this because you wanted money.
0: Yeah. See? All right. Well, from one GOAT to another, uh, sadly, Bill Russell passed at the age of 88. What a wonderful man he was. And R. R. that got me going down the fun train of where does he rank on the top 10 list of all time. So... That being said, I made a list. I don't know if you did or if you're gonna just go off the dome. But I
1: can probably do 10 off the dome.
0: But not I don't want to go. I want you to take your try and take your personal bias out of it, if you can. But give me your top 10 NBA players of all time.
1: Top 10 NBA players of all time. One, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Yeah, okay. Two, Kobe Bean Bryant. Three, LeBron. Oh. Four, Kareem. Oh. Five will
0: be Magic. Mm-hmm. Bill will be six. Oh, rest his soul. He wore number six, so that's fun. Um.
1: Seven would be Kevin Durant for me. Oh. Um, <clears throat> number eight is gonna be tough, but I'm gonna go
0: I'm gonna go Hakeem. Oh, okay. I'm go keem. Mr. Elijah on. Um Steph will go nine. We're gonna treat these guys for lunch.
1: No, Steph will probably be 10 because I'm going to put someone who doesn't get the respect that they deserve. Um, Isaiah should be nine. Oh. No, no, Steph doesn't make it. Okay. So, that's tough. All right, Steph. No, Isaiah's going to be. Yeah, Steph's not going to make it because I'm going. I I left Larry Bird out of there. So, Bird's going to be nine (laughs) and and Isaiah's going to be 10. Okay. And Steph won't make it.
0: And you feel good about this. Yeah, I feel great about this. All right. Well, mine and I'm I'm not going to lie. This is I did watch a bunch of Bill Russell clips and stuff before I made my list. However, if you have to take your shoe off to put on all your rings, you are the best. So Bill Russell is number 1. That's technically
1: opinion. not facts cuz he won four of those rings in two seasons. So but go ahead.
0: Yeah. Understood, but he was also a player-coach for two seasons, and that is, like... Those are
1: the two years that he won four rings,
0: so he doubled up. Still, like, that's a tremendous, tremendous... Okay, so you're going to give him nine, then? Doesn't matter. Nine rings, and for two of them, he was a player-coach. That's a basketball mind at work, dude. And, you know, just the fact that it was, like, I hustled during the games, and... Coach Red gives me practices off. I don't got to run. You know, it's like, that's a... That's a special talent right there. So, Bill's number one. Uh, Two is Kobe. Three is Jordan. And listen, like... I understand that those can kind of go back and forth. And... Kind of the way I look at those two, it's like... Bill Russell was just a winner. And... You play to win the game, and he did it the best, so if you're can't you win. You uh, but Jordan and Kobe both changed the way that people scored. It was like they started coming out with new shit. People were like, I didn't know you could do that, and then everybody started copying them. So for them being two and three, you know, honestly, you could kind of flip flop them for me, and I'd be okay with it. But for me personally, I'm gonna put Kobe to Jordan three. Then I have Tim Duncan at number four. Tim Duncan as an all-around basketball player is just, he's big fundamental for a reason. He is basketball personified. Go on the court, do your job, and you will win.
1: (laughs) I left Tim Duncan off my list. I'm sad about that.
0: Uh, Fifth, I have LeBron, the guy that can do it all. There's something to be said for that. He could play every position on the court above average, if not better than everybody else. So good for you, kid. Good for you. (laughs) You got to win some more titles, though, brother. Uh, Then I have Kareem at six. I have the logo, Jerry West, at (laughs) seven. I knew you weren't going to like that one. He's the logo.
1: Yeah, which is which is also part of why I'm shaking my head. Who should there be the so logo. much about who should be the logo. Who should be the logo? Kobe should probably be the logo now. Barring his untimely passing, Jordan should definitely have been a logo. Like, let's not. We're not going to do this, guys. It's probably a financial thing. Why Jordan isn't in the logo? Because oh, they would for probably sure. have to pay Nike. Uh, <laughs> money to make the Jordan symbol, the logo Nike would so own a piece will... of the
0: NBA that's how, the yeah. only way that deal would be <laughs> done <laughs> yeah, so it'll
1: probably never happen but Kobe doesn't have a sign that has been sold, like he has a shoe but you can change it and make it another sign for Kobe no yeah, it saying, could be Kobe. it could be
0: the classic, like instead of the crossover that Jerry West or like the the dunk from Michael, it could be like a fadeaway, like the classic Kobe yeah, fade.
1: Like just something that's not trademarked by Nike in a Kobe So, Actually the Nike deal is over. So definitely they should have like they'll say Kobe should be the
0: All right. I'm down with that. Uh then I have Larry at eight. Mr. Bird. And then I have Magic at 9. And the reason why they're in that order is because Larry was a problem before Magic was. So, sorry. You think? (laughs) Yeah.
1: That's not... I wouldn't agree with that. You don't think so? No. Magic literally beat him in college and then won it his rookie year and they came in together. It's not way he was a problem before Magic was. (laughs) The Magic In the NBA, M- uh, yeah. won the NBA championship as rookie. But that's year.
0: but that's head to head. I'm saying, you know, Magic wasn't a problem for everybody until the other players on his team cycled out a little bit. Larry was a problem he right won, off the bat. He had
1: 42.15 rebounds and seven assists as a rookie playing center. He was a problem bro. I he know was that. For everybody. I but know that. He was a problem from rookie year, and that wasn't against the Celtics, and that was his rookie year. So he was definitely a problem
0: first because that's his rookie year. Like You can't be a problem before your rookie year. Yeah, that's true. He okay, okay. You're right, you're right. Okay, I misspoke, but, Mike. I misspeak sometimes on this show. But honestly speaking,
1: I take Bird over. I'm not arguing your order because I take yeah. Bird over Magic. The, 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 the follow-up you gave on it, I would have disagreed with, but yeah. I'll take Bird over Magic. No argument there. I honestly think Bird was a better player.
0: Yeah, so I have Bird 8, Magic 9 with my stupid... <laughs> a gorilla man. <laughs> um, uh, and then, honestly, I put Shaq at ten.
1: I'm not mad at that list. I actually might like your list you if I didn't have Duffy. Jerry
0: West, if I put Steph in instead of Jerry West, would you be happier with my list? It's a it's a it's a give and
1: take because I'm happier with the Tim duckies because I forgot, but Jerry West. I honestly just not. I'm not a Jerry West fan. Yeah. I think he was a lot better as an executive. I think he was a great executive. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he's a <laughs> man in the front office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: but I think he was a good basketball player too. I just don't think he was great. Got you. Fair enough. And here's I mean, the other thing. Come on, man, you played with Wilt, and you don't got championships, bro. Like I just, I don't, yeah. I can't
0: respect that. Fair enough. And honestly, a lot, you know, I, I do like uh, watching like old games and film and stuff like that. That being said, I didn't go through and watch a bunch of stuff. I'm a highlight guy, so I'll go watch and watch Jerry West highlights. I'm watching, you know, Wilt Chamberlain highlights. I'm watching, you know, all these guys doing their Dr. J's and stuff. It's like I'm not I'm watching, watching full games. By Tommy,
1: Tommy Hanslip and Tommy Hineson, I'm sorry, and Hamlin you see him out there getting owned by Havlicek and Heinz. <laughs> Come on, man! In the finals, you gotta beat the something, baby. Come on, you just let y'all just let rest his Soul, Bill, and them own you right there. You just own them. you. Just get to the finals every year and they just power you.
0: Yeah, and by the you way, way you just like just to, to close the loop on why Bill Russell is also the greatest. Guess how many Game Sevens he lost. Guess how many winner go homes he lost. He was twenty-one and zero. Winner go home, that man went home a champion every single time.
1: He was so great because he had every skill needed to be successful. And his greatness is personified by the fact that his mental knowledge of the game and knowledge of what all else that was going on led him to do the things he needed to do for his team to win. Period. He could score a bunch of points, but there were other people, like he told Kobe, there were other people that could score he could do pass, but there were other people that could pass. There were other people that could rebound and defend, so he chose to do
0: that and be the best in the world at it. I respect that. And the fact that he was just like, (laughs) he would be on my Mount Rushmore. um... He would not
1: make my Mount Rushmore.
0: NBA players? Uh, no, no, no. I'm not saying NBA players. I'm saying when we were talking about modern Ra- Mount Rushmores, that dude deserves to be a part of the conversation for everything. Oh, yeah, because he he's done so much oh, other stuff dude, outside <laughs> of sports. Just, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's almost sad that, or not sad, but it's it's kind of interesting that like. Eleven championships wasn't even the greatest thing that dude ever did in his life. It was hardly that's even close. Saying, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no, he's
1: definitely renowned and earned his place in history. Shout out to shout out to Mr. Russell.
0: Oh, another place that's earned his place in my media history is I just actually watched Boogie Nights for the first time all the way through.
1: Shoot your pink toe.
0: I'm guessing you like boogie nights.
1: I mean, you didn't have no choice like the Boogie Nights where I grew up. Yeah, uh, that was like
0: when that movie came out, it was like, yeah. So needless to say, I only saw certain parts of Boogie Nights. I actually sat down and watched the movie. <laughs> it's pretty fucking dark. <laughs> Believe it or not. The uh, porn industry, hmm, back in the day, even now, not 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 always on the up and up. If you know what I it's mean, the porn you know? industry, <laughs> the porn, the adult filmmaking industry, fuck films. Definitely as they
1: not call always it? on the up and up. The adult filmmaking industry started off as a wild place.
0: Did it? I only know that where it progressed to and went. Maybe it started Maybe off. super I've
1: read, just how they used to do the women and kind of like not treat them fairly and yeah. Well, that part of my just gross. doing anybody, not protect. You know what I'm saying? Like, just it was a wild place.
0: I like to think that it was just some amateur stuff that got out and people were like, Whoa, we should do this for money. And then they just had fun and did it for money.
1: You no, know, kinda of, from what I've read, it kind of started as dudes like basically prostituting. All right. Well, Mike, that's not into. how I like
0: to think about porn, so stop it. Well
1: now it's not that. They're making the women are probably making more money than the men. That's probably the one industry. What do you mean probably?
0: It's not even close. I mean, it's the not even close. It's like a 10 to 1 shit, ratio so. when they get paid more. doesn't mean they get treated yeah. all that great, but I don't know.
1: No, but so. they get... That's the one industry in which they get paid more.
0: Well, not, not if the you're... There was something else I started watching, which I didn't keep going. The Most Hated Man on the Internet. Did you see this thing? I started it. I can't, I can't watch it. Me too. I, can't. I got through like three quarters of the first episode, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to trudge through the last episode. 15 minutes of this, and then I got through like 10 minutes of the second episode, I'm like, I, this is, I can't, this is over, it's stupid, it's redundant, it's not that well made, this guy's just a prick, like, I don't know, that's all I got out of it, there wasn't much.
1: I don't know, I read the preview and I tried to start it, but then I was like, this is about revenge porn, and I don't even want to know where this is going to go, so I'll pass.
0: Yeah, it's gross, it's gross, this guy's just a <laughs> fucking sure. loser. Yeah. I'm sure it's fucking so I don't know how it ends, but hopefully it ends with that guy getting his dick one severed jet. off or something. I don't know.
1: Something. If you watch like the new season of Manifest, let me know how that ends too, because I'm not watching that shit.
0: <laughs> what are you watching?
1: Um, what am I watching? Big Brother, because that shit's bad. Like is that almost shit. over? No, no, it's just getting started, buddy. Oh. We're just getting started, buddy. It usually starts around week one. Of the, I mean, usually ends around week one of the NFL season. Um, what else am I watching? I'm going watch oh, what else am I watching? I'm trying
0: to think. All right, so hey, for your big brother, since it just started, give me your prediction on who you think's gonna win and tell me who you want to win.
1: I think Michael's gonna win.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, Michael's pretty badass. Yeah, he he's pretty
1: he's, I mean for you know, he's a little
0: he's a little rough around the edges, but you know, it's like once he also has that sweet sweetheart spot in him, to where it's like he can talk to everybody and he gets along with everybody. So I think that'll bode well for him in the long run. I haven't seen what's today. Oh no, today is only. Two. You realize I haven't two. seen the show at all. I have no fucking idea who Michael is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you yeah, everything I'm like you know. are like man, are you you're hitting about? all the notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I picked him.
1: <laughs> and then I probably want Taylor to win because they were picking on her early in the season, but she's probably gonna get kicked out at some point because people don't like her. She's like, she's annoying as fuck. Model dude. or some shit like that. Nobody wants to, to hear
0: fucking good-looking people complain. That's what I'm saying. Trust me, dude. I was <laughs> I went to uh, comedy stand-up comedy last night. I was back finally after like two and a half weeks. And for whatever reason, there were a couple decent-looking women there doing stand-up. And although some of their jokes were good, a lot of the people in the audience, like other comics, basically, it's all we all perform for each other, were not laughing because it was like, like, what are you up there complaining about? Being hot? like, Like, it doesn't... It doesn't relate to people that well. Even though I was in the back cackling, I'm like, oh, these are good jokes. It was like they weren't being received very well. I'm like, gosh, damn, man. Sometimes it's just rough being black, Mike. You know what I mean? It is definitely
1: rough being black. I I will agree to that. Yeah, I don't know how that is. (laughs) <laughs> but
0: I'll do my best to try and figure it out because I guess GTA 6 is coming out. Did you know they're coming out with a new Grand Theft Auto? Did you know so they're still allowed call? to distribute this game?
1: <laughs> is this the new Yeah, do GTA is always going to be like a good game. It's
0: yeah, but how new. is it not how is GTA not being canceled? That's what I want to know. Cool. Are you going to play I know you don't play video games very much, but are you going to check this thing out?
1: Probably. I checked out all the GTS. I played them a little.
0: <laughs> I don't think I can. Are you going to be the woman? You could be a female lead in this one. No. No?
1: Imagine that going to the strip club as a female. What if someone tries to take you home? Nah, that's too close to what well, I'm not. I'll
0: pass. Ah. All right. Well, don't pass on this week's Spotify playlist. This week we are listening to Afro Man and Fallout Boy. Oh, okay. Sounds yeah. like a winner right there, bro. It is. Colt 45 and two zigzags. Baby, that's all we <laughs> need. We can roll really dark after dark. Anyway, while you smoke that tumbleweed, listen to Afro Man and Fallout Boy. Be sure to check us out and follow us on Instagram. You can follow us at Black Irish Pod. Mike is at Black Irish213. I'm at BrenDallas7. And believe it or not, all your shares or likes or comments or clickies, whatever you do, it helps other people see our thing. So if you would engage in some way, shape, or form with our content, it would help. Or if you just want to tell somebody, that's cool too. Um, we really appreciate it. I will be doing a stand-up just all over the place at Open Mics. I'll be doing a show at this Robinson's Irish Pub, August 7th with uh, my buddy's gonna be on there kind of as a headliner spot, and I'm just one of those guys that's sliding in like, can I please talk to nobody for five minutes? So (laughs) that'll be fun, but at least we know that uh, my boy Dave Carter's gonna be on there, and he's he's solid, solid, solid act. So check that out if you can. That's gonna be Sunday the 7th at like 8, I think it starts. Um, And be sure to... Just be happy this week. I don't even know how to end it, but just be happy. All right? Mike's looking good. He's going to feel better once he's all shaved up. So we'll see if we can get that for next week. But you're running out of time, brother. You have less than a month. Less than oh, a no month. Uh, I'm not worried. Yeah, you keep telling me. Know. Yeah, you're not worried. However, you have a lot of people on the other end of your dangling hairs waiting to hear the story so be good to your balls mike don't worry my balls will be shaved all right, all yes, right. i'm actually too, more excited highness. about your armpits but who knows and i guess if you don't meet the deadline then we'll wax your eyebrows when i'm there on labor day weekend <laughs> Sounds <like a> plan. <laughs> all right everybody have a great week love y'all i love you the most big guy
1: Love you too, my guy. All
0: right. Have a good one. Peace.